Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners. Welcome back to the Level Up English podcast. I'm really excited for this episode today. I'm joined by Douglas from English for Reason. That's his, his website and Instagram handle.、Um, we had a really, really amazing discussion today. So, Douglas has his own podcast called The Reason Why. And I was also a guest on that podcast. So, hopefully, you can listen to that one if you like what Doug has to say today.、Um, it's a really, really interesting idea that I loved. And it's all about finding your purpose in life, finding your passion, and kind of delving into the reasons why people do things. So, we did speak about that a little bit. I kind of turned Douglas's own questions back to him and I asked him a bit about his passions and how people can find their passion, how people can find their why. It was really, really interesting. Of course, we relate it a lot to language learning as well. I'm not going to give too much away, but I really, really think that you will get a lot out of this episode. I left the episode feeling inspired and kind of excited to do new things, and I think you will feel Exactly the same. So I hope you enjoy it. Don't forget as well, if you want to support this podcast and keep me going and get some benefits in return, you might consider becoming a Level Up English member. So if you go over to the website, levelupenglish.school, click on the members button at the top, and then you can become a member and you'll get access to the podcast transcripts so they can help you. You know, like subtitles as you listen to the podcast. You can gain access to many different courses, live lessons, things like that. And if I ever do any live podcast episodes in the future, you can be a part of them as well. So that's something I'm really excited about to do more of them. So if you want to find out more, levelupenglish.school, click on that members button. So yeah, I just want to thank Doug again for joining me. It was a lot of fun. And I really hope you guys enjoy the episode too. So now I give you Douglas from English for Reason. I am delighted today to be joined by Doug or, or Douglas. And he was very nice to, to make the time to come talk with me. And I'm really excited to get to know him and learn a bit more about him. And I think he's going to have some really useful and insightful things to share with you guys as well, the audience. So, Would you like to give a quick introduction as to who you are and maybe a little about what you do as well? No problem. Thanks for having me, Michael. And I want to start by saying I'm Douglas <laughs> or Doug. And I live in Brazil, born and raised. I love traveling, although I have to do it more. And I love, I, I, I'm passionate about sports, about.、Um, Being active and learning new skills. I usually say skills for life. So I always believe we should be learning something new every day or a little bit more every day to be better at something or at what we do. So I try my best to、um, incorporate new things and learn from people, learn from videos, from podcasts, and being active. I, I really like going for walks. Those, those who know me, <laughs> my close friends and people on Instagram, 
they know uh, I'm, I'm a bit famous uh, for enjoying going about like kind of long walks because it's my time. It's the me time, we call it me time. I, I like to just listen to my favorite podcasts, uh, prepare for my next uh, day, prepare my, 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 my lessons as a teacher as well. And that's it pretty much. I like learning languages. I've been learning French now for two and a half years. And I speak Spanish. I mean, I just really like what I do, dealing with people and uh, helping people achieve their goals. So uh, in 2014, I got my certificate, um, my CELTA teacher training course. And ever since, but I started teaching at the, uh, in 2009, actually, but informally to friends, family members, relatives, that's this, this kind of things. But then um, it became serious. It got, things got serious in 2014. That's when I really started teaching for good and training. And that's pretty much it. I don't want to go too deep, but you can ask me whatever you feel like. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot we could go there. Uh, we could go from there. So first of all, like walking with a podcast, I'm totally with you. That's always my favorite part of my day. I'm going to do it right after we we get off here today and just okay. go for a walk enjoy the sun and yeah it, it's such a nice thing so i'm on the same page of you totally great um let's maybe could you tell us more about about your work at the moment then so you mentioned the celta and you know why you love what you do but what what kind of stuff do you do for for your work right now mostly online classes um online lessons because of the covid per se because i used to teach um lots of different profiles, adults solely, but executives, business English, uh, job interviews, preparing lots of people for job interviews, um, CELTA, uh, CELTA, IELTS, <laughs> TOEFL, uh, people who are willing to do exchange program, to travel abroad, to live <laughs> abroad for certain reasons, for starting purposes, for personal reasons. So I go ahead and uh, tailor-made lessons so they are better prepared to take on the challenges they need to and that's that's what i've been doing um so far i mean since uh, the pandemic hit us online lessons only and preparing people as i said i really like it i just changed a little bit i like the format i come up with an academy last year Mm-hmm. My skills academy, I call them learning or skills academy, where members, um, they, they just, we talk about topics related to self-improvement, personal development, and human behavior. So the big differential there is we don't focus on language. We don't That's focus on cool. English. I love that. Why is that? Because whenever you remove or you, you eliminate the, 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 the aspect of the language <clears throat> learning, the grammar, the, 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 the difficulties in learning and communicating in a language, you reduce the level of stress or you eliminate it if that's possible altogether. But by reducing the level of stress, you open up. So members or the learners there are much more likely to relax and open up to speak 
express their ideas on the topics they are interested in, which is a big part of the process. You have to be interested in what's going on. Um, we don't discuss politics. We don't discuss religion. We don't discuss music preference because that's not the focus there. Everybody there is, uh, is there for a reason with the same focus of improving themselves in terms of personal skills and uh, um, human behavior uh, related topics. Next thing they know, they are really shy. They're always feeling intimidated to speak. After a couple of months, those who were really shy and almost never spoke, they are just speaking now. And they go like, hey, look at that. I'm expressing my ideas. I'm, I'm speaking. I'm defending my point of view. And the other good thing about the academy, I mean, uh, who am I to judge, right? Of course, I'm, I, I feel like it's amazing because it's something different. But is the fact that there's no right or wrong because it's not a lesson. It's not a grammar lesson. It's not a conjugation thing. So I may have an opinion. I mean, not me, because I'm there just to mentor them, to guide them through the process. They are the ones speaking for the most part, for, the, uh, for, for most of it. So you have an opinion. The other member has another opinion on the topic, and they are complementary. One help, helps another, uh, the other one, right, to, to actually get to a, I don't know, reasoning or a conclusion that there's no right or wrong. This is the best thing, in my opinion. They are not pressed. They don't feel like they have to come up with the right answer. You see my point? Totally. I, I love that style of teaching. And I, lo I love how you connected it with self-development, because that's something that I'm so interested in. And I think I think a lot of people are these days. So I, I think it's great to combine those two um, because I think language is closely tied to self-development, isn't it? It's kind of that's it. Very Absolutely. similar area, right? They go hand in hand because yeah. what, why are you learning a language in the first place? Just because you want to be fluent in a language to put that on your resume? No, because you want to communicate because you want a, a better opportunity or uh, you want to move abroad. Why is that? Why? So always why? I encourage them to ask themselves, why? Why do you want to be fluent? Or why do you want to improve your level of fluency? Ah, oh, because of this and that. Okay. So this is your inspiration. This is why you have to continue doing that. And I always encourage my, my private students as well as the members in the academy to be responsible for their learning, to be committed to their learning. I always say, hey, listen up. I'm not the one who's going to make you fluent. You are the one responsible for that, for this journey. But I'm with you. I'm on board. But I cannot do the job you got to do. We will be right back to the Level Up English podcast after a short break. Do you sometimes feel like running circles and getting nowhere? Maybe you want your life to run toward achieving something more significant, but you are not quite sure how or where to start. If it sounds like you, you should definitely check out the Neat Lifestyle podcast. We talk about all aspects of getting organized to build the lifestyle you desire so that you can get started and not feel so confused or alone. Questions like, how do I organize life for success? How do I organize time, home, finances, and projects? All that and more we cover in the show. So, if that sounds like something you would be interested in, click on the show notes and follow the Neat Lifestyle podcast today. 
Yeah, there's that common phrase or saying that I guess is related where it's something like the teacher can open the door for you, but you're, you have to step through the doorway. Like you have to do it yourself, right? So I think that's somewhat related, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, because uh, let's take tennis, for example. I love tennis. I like tennis myself. Yeah, I used to play tennis, not very frequently, not very often, but when I was younger, yes, but not these days. If I were to just watch tennis matches, Andre Agassi, the, the old days, Pete Sampras and everything, or more recently, uh, Rafa Nadal, Roger Federer, everything. If I were to just watch 200, 300, 500 matches, would I be prepared to play tennis the moment I step foot on the court? Yes or no? Definitely not. <laughs> I don't think so. But wait a minute. I watched hundreds and hundreds of matches. I know all about serving and hitting the ball and everything, right? Not really. And so in other words, I use these kind of analogies so that they understand you have to do it. You have to play the game. You have to expose yourself, but not just the theoretical part. You got to do your job. You got to sweat. You got to walk the walk. Uh, mm. So you got to play the game so you understand how it's done and you're going to make mistakes, a lot of mistakes. And that's how you learn from them and you progress. I, I'm saying this because a lot, a lot of people, a handful of people, they fail to understand that just by watching hundreds of thousands of videos on grammar, this is not going to make them be better speakers. This is going to make them understand why such and such is the way it is. But it's not going to help them speak better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Does it make sense? I, I think that's so important to say. I love that. And so. before you were talking about, uh, you ask students there why. And I, I get the sense that why is quite a big word for you. So maybe mm -hmm. this is a good chance. Could you tell us a bit about your podcast that you do as well? Yeah, the reason why is my podcast. I'm just actually a newbie per se, uh, only five episodes, but it's something. I mean, uh, I put a lot of work in that. Um, you know that because you've been doing this for much longer and you have more than 120 episodes. I know because I listen to your podcast as well. And the reason why started because of Simon Sinek per se which is a great influencer and a speaker, a TED talk, uh, lecturer and everything. And he inspires people to find their why. And I was so shocked. I was so like, um, I was thinking about it for like weeks after I watched some of his videos, the old videos nine years ago when he first spoke about uh, the start with why thing, which later became really popular and sold, I don't know, hundreds of millions of millions, I think, copies. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. Why? Start with why, not with what. Right? And there's this whole analogy of what do you do? Okay, I do this and that. I teach this and that. I teach English. Okay, that's, that's okay, but that doesn't convey a lot of meaning. That's not enough. That doesn't move you. That doesn't touch people's heart. 
And then I was thinking, why? That's a great thing to ask yourself first and then other people. Because that's inspiration, not external motivation. And then I decided to use this analogy or this idea to create a podcast and ask people um, from different places, different backgrounds, different stories, different walks of life, what they do, how they do it, and why they do what they do. To make them think, to help them reflect on the, the reason why they're doing it. Because they have two possibilities. One, they'll be like, really certain they're doing the right thing they're on the right track or two you know what i don't know why i do what i do <laughs> and to be honest i don't think i'm doing the right thing so maybe i should change <laughs> mm, there's always Some good people might, yeah because if you have no idea no clue as to what you're doing what you're doing maybe it's time to consider i'm not saying it's wrong but maybe and the, the idea is to help listeners to actually invite them to understand people's why or the why people share with us and think of their own why and inspire them to maybe change their perspective or maybe change their careers or maybe decide on a career by listening to feedback and uh, experiences from other people. That's the whole thing. It's such a such a good idea. I, I told you before, I really love it. And um, thank you, thanks so much. You know, you, you were kind enough to invite me on your podcast, so listeners can probably hear that, uh, assuming that all went well and you know got uploaded. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was a great thing. It was really happy to have you on the show. And uh, yeah, soon enough, after all the editing <laughs> which we do ourselves, people don't know the background work and everything, the backstage actually. But yeah, it's, it's going to be out yeah. soon. It was so really so, so in that episode, you learned a little bit about me and my why. Maybe I could like turn it around on you. So like absolutely hearing about the the host of you know his own podcast. What would you say is like your purpose? Like, do you have a why yourself? It would be really weird if I said, "Oh, you caught me off guard. I've never thought of it." <laughs> no, <laughs> I've, I've obviously thought about it. Although it's okay to not really be 100% sure or certain, mm -hmm. but you got to know at least why you're, you started doing what you're doing or what you hope to achieve. So for me, um, my why is, I usually say that I, I, my, my focus is to inspire and help people achieve their goals, their personal or professional goals and objectives using language or in this case english as a tool hmm. as a way so we don't focus on the language we focus on the uh, the journey so the journey has to be enjoyable has to be fun has to have a purpose and meaning and also um we're looking at we're aiming to get to the final destination which is not english fluency in most cases, this I call it a side a side effect. That's a nice way to look at it. Yeah, yeah. Of the process, if I may. So, so what would but be a good destination then instead? The the end goal. I mean, the uh, getting a new job abroad or um, uh, moving abroad with your family. So I encourage people in the process to actually ask themselves their why. 
oh, I need to get a better pay, I get better salary. Okay, why is that? Oh, because uh, money, right? I need more money. Okay, but why do you need more money? And I go about that. I, I just go like until they, oh, you know what? I don't like living where I am now, where I'm living. And I would like to move to Canada. I'd like to live there because the quality of life is way better. And you know what? I want to have kids one day. And I want my kids to grow and, and be safe and have good opportunities in terms of school, in terms of, you know, said, you know what? That's your why. Yeah, yeah. So, so money is not good enough why. And so the, again, the fluency pay, is the, not a good enough why. See? So just becoming fluent which is a little debatable, like, as I always say, there are different levels of fluency. There's no such a thing as I'm fluent and that's it. I'm done, right? You can always get better. But this is one thing. Okay, what next? So you, now you can communicate fairly enough or confidently in English. What's next? Are you done? Hmm. No, that, there's a bigger purpose. And that's our, what's, what I encourage them to think about in the process. In other words, I, I do my best to um, eliminate this stress level in the process and the, the, the fear of making mistakes because that's what uh, freezes them. What, that's what gets them stuck. The possibility of making mistakes and being judged. Mm -hmm. When you remove that or diminish or lessen this, uh, this factor, this aspect of the process, they tend to uh, open up and be more comfortable making mistakes, understanding that by making mistakes, they're actually learning something and improving on that and moving on. Yeah, totally, totally. Is, is, that, is that enough? In terms yeah, of, of course, why? of course. That, that, that's incredible. I, I think it's so good to think about that because, yeah, if, if you don't think about your why, you, you probably, I, I mean, one example could be, you know, I want to get, I want more money and you ask them mm -hmm. why and they might think about it. Hmm. Exactly. I think I want to impress my friends. Actually, <laughs> that's not a good reason. Maybe do I want money? And then they kind of reevaluate what they actually want. So as you said, it, it could either reaffirm their beliefs yeah. or it can make them reevaluate and maybe change what they're doing, change their path because they realize it's not the best path or motivation to, to go for. So Absolutely. Yeah, I, I love that. Absolutely. Although it's a little bit deep, it's a little bit like, whoa, some people go about it like, wow, that's, that's unusual. And yes, that's unusual. I mean, that took me a while to figure that out. And I'm still figuring it out. I'm still in the process of observing and collecting information and changing as I go or, or uh, adjusting as I go. And that's it. I think it's been beneficial and it's been productive and effective with certain limitations, of course, and we adjust as we go. Mm, totally. But that's what moves me. That's what keeps me going forward and uh, having uh, getting feedback from people saying that somehow I helped them. I helped them uh, achieve their goals or be more confident and listen to this. Not only speaking English, but most of them, they end up getting more comfortable or becoming more confident speakers overall in their mother tongue, talking to people on the streets, in their country, their family members, with their friends, because somehow this uh, transfers, this translates into a uh, uh, personal thing. So it's not, see, that's why I don't like to 
attach it. I detach this from the language learning per se. Mm -hmm. It's more intrinsic. So yeah, I mean, the the skills that you learn in English or any language you learn overflow and go into other areas of life as well, which is always a nice thing. Yeah. Totally, totally. I imagine there's some people listening and many people in the world like this where they maybe they have a job they make money but they, they don't feel like they have a why like why mm-hmm. are you doing it they, they don't just they don't know they don't know where they're going like do you have any advice or ideas as to how people can find their why like, what, what can these people do that's such a great question michael um yeah this one i've not i've never i i, I didn't see coming I see this one coming, but <laughs> it's a hard question. So yeah, but let's let's give it a go. Some people are very self motivated, and others, others I'd say need a push right. Um, speaking from experience, okay, I used to be the the one, this guy, who would watch hundreds of motivational videos in the past. I'm saying hundreds, because. It was like five, 10 a day, some days, Mm. just because I felt good about it. And you know why? Because I was actually fooling myself. Yeah. I was actually feeling, I was just releasing that dopamine dose for the day. I was just feeling like, oh yes, I've accomplished something by just watching that great successful man, a billionaire speaking about courage, about determination. I feel so great about myself now because I've improved. But in the end, no, nothing changed. Then I started thinking, okay, what do I need to do to start making a change? For example, for example, the podcast. I had the podcast idea back in the day, 2019, maybe before that, but I never got to do it because I thought it was too much work, and it is, but <laughs> in terms of editing and everything you know. But if there is a reason behind it, if there's something pushing you to do it, you will do it. Mm-hmm. That's with anything in life. So ask yourself what drives you, what makes you, what would you do for free? Mm-hmm. Well, some people might think, oh, this is a little bit of a cliche. Uh, I wouldn't do things for free. Think about it. Think twice. What do you really like doing? So that's a good start for you to find your why. What do I really like doing? What would I do for free? Just for the pleasure of doing it. Oh, I love traveling. A lot of people like traveling, of course. Okay, so what can you do that is related to traveling maybe? You can do from anywhere. Something that is online? Oh, yeah, I can do whatever. Seminars, I can do trainings. I can have groups, conversation groups online. Talking about traveling, I don't know. You have to think of what is related to something you really like in life. And perhaps you can get paid doing that. And something that you should not be expecting. You you wouldn't be waiting for external motivation to keep going. So that it's always within you. It's always there. You don't need people to push you to go like, hey, come on, you can do it. No, no, no. You don't need this external motivation, these videos from uh, speakers saying you can do it. Mm. You have to feel yourself. You have to feel it inside of you. Like, yeah, I can do this because I like it. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. I, 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 sorry, were you going to? No, so, yeah, I'm just thinking, uh, is it clear? Because uh, when we speak, sometimes it's so obvious because <laughs> I've been thinking about this process. I've been implementing and applying this uh, for a while now, but maybe it's not so obvious. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, to me, it, it's clear, but I, I, I do also think we're very similar people because I think about this stuff all the time. I, I don't think I'm good at getting it across, but I think about it myself because I want to I wanna try and live my best life. So. I'm on the same page as you, but I just wanted to kind of echo what you said. And I think passion sure. is so important. Like if you're passionate, that really shows. And I think quite often the money, you'll find a way to make money out of it if you really go for it. I mean, I always think of this one guy. I don't remember his username or his name, but maybe I can put it in the show notes later. But it's a guy on Twitch, which is a streaming mm-hmm. website. Mm-hmm. And he's from New Zealand and he does like wood carvings so he'll just sit in his in his garden and carve beautiful images out of wood and things like that really specific hobby um he didn't choose it because he thought he could make money from it i guess it's just what he likes maybe it's a job as well for him um but he started streaming in the beginning he had no viewers and then randomly someone found him and they could see his passion they could see how genuine he was and I think now he makes probably like millions off his Twitch because he has so many viewers. Probably they don't care about wood carving, but they love his passion. Absolutely. They love his personality. And that's why they come there. So I think that just to, you know, emphasize what you said, I think that's a good thing. Totally. I totally agree with you. We're on the same page. We're on the same page because I've heard from uh, Simon Sinek and other mm-hmm. people uh, I don't know if he was the one who coined this this saying, this phrase, this idea, but it's something in the lines of people don't buy things. I mean, I mean, in the end they do, but people don't buy what you do. People buy you. People buy your passion. So, yeah. in other words, maybe it's not the exact thing, but I've heard something similar. like that. Yeah, because they have to connect with you. So these people you're talking about, they didn't care much for car wood carving. Is that what? Is that is that it? Yeah, yeah. But in the end, they saw the uh, the passion in his movements and the, the details, all this tiny little things, and mm-hmm. whoa, that's an art. I like that. So that's it. it absolutely. So. That's why he wrote the book, Start With Why. It, it looks like as if I'm, I'm promoting him, but it's not the case. He doesn't need my promotion, by the way. He's not paying uh, <laughs> He doesn't need me to promote him. Uh, but it's such a great idea, right? Why you do what you do is much more important than what you do. Mm-hmm. For example, I can say I teach English. This is one of my, my jobs. This is one of the things I do. I teach English. Okay, great. Thank you. Good for you. That doesn't mean anything to a lot of people because hundreds of thousands of people do the same thing. Mm-hmm. What makes you unique? Why do you teach English is a better question in my opinion. Totally. Why yeah. are you doing this? Why do you think you, you started doing this? And why should people be your students in the first place? What sets you apart from the others? And if you don't know the reason to that, the, the, the answer to this question, you should consider reflecting or spending some time 
And I did spend a lot of time thinking about my why, thinking about why have I been teaching for a good amount of years now, a good number of it. So there has to be a reason, not because of money only. Yeah, well said. Well said. I I, I agree, as as I always do with you, because you say a lot of good things. <laughs> oh, thank uh, you so much. Re- regarding like passion, so we we spoke about being passionate. Mm-hmm. Can people? You know, how how do you think people can find a passion? Do they just wait for it to come? Where where can they get the passion from? What if what if they feel like they have no passion? I don't know if you've ever felt that way yourself before. Ooh. Wow. I'm going to have to think about Yeah, I, I didn't plan these questions. It's just coming to my mind. I love mind it. I love it. You know, they are I, tough. I, I'm a big fan of adrenaline. I can feel it <laughs> rushing through my bloodstream now. <laughs> I can feel it. I like the challenge of uh, thinking outside the box or thinking of new perspectives. Mm. So the question, how can people find their passion? Yeah, you, you know, like in school. Kind of, yeah, I mean, I think it's not so... Uh, it's it's a, it's a similar thought in terms of your why. I mean, you have to experiment. You have to try things. Yeah. I think the only way for you to actually know whether or not you're going to like or love or hate something is by doing it. Mm-hmm. Good example. People who don't like spinach. People who don't like broccoli. And they have never, sometimes, never tried it. Can you believe that? Maybe you know somebody. Maybe you are this person. I don't know, Michael, but... <laughs> oh, I hate broccoli. I hate vegetables. Yeah, have you tried it? Yeah, maybe once when they were five or seven years old. Years old. And they never did it again. And they tried their mother vegetables. Maybe their mother cooked well, but maybe not well enough in terms of vegetable. I don't know. Vegetables, I don't know. Well, why not give it another try, a second, a third try, and really see it for yourself? Because you have lots of different vegetables, right? Maybe you don't like spinach. Maybe you like broccoli. Maybe you like whatever. So what I'm saying is, where I'm getting at is try out, try things, experiment. Hmm. Don't just say, I can't. What makes me a little bit disappointed, frustrated, and sometimes a bit angry is when people say, I can't, it's not for me, or I wasn't born with this gift. Oh, easy for you to say, Douglas, you were born with a gift for languages. I go, okay, I got to say, oh, you're wrong. I'm not saying it's not true, because it's probably true, because I love languages, I somehow learn them. Uh, But I wouldn't say easier than other people. I always go and say, do you know how much time I dedicated, I exposed myself to English, to French and other languages before I could say I was somewhat good? I have no idea, Douglas. That's it. I spent my whole teenage years, my whole, uh, from, from the time I was 11, 12, until I was 20, exposing myself to English on a regular basis. And when I say expose myself, I mean things that were interesting to me. So I hope this helps people listening. I I would, at that time, I'm not old, but I'm not that young. 
<laughs> in terms of technology, as far as technology goes. So I didn't have any YouTube when I first started learning languages. I didn't have any Google. I didn't even have Google Translate, right? Only paper dictionary, physical dictionaries. So I would sit on the, on the, on the, on the sit there and just in the room for hours and hours listening to Michael Jackson, Elton John, Elvis Presley, and also some uh, Offspring, Green Day, Metallica. I, I would I was a little Very bit nice. crazy in terms of music. I still am. I like a little bit of everything. Eric Clapton, you name it. I would sit there, sit on the floor for hours. I remember vividly and translate lyrics. Wow. But not because, not because somebody told me to do so, but because I wanted focus, go. I wanted to be able to sing just like them. Hmm. I wanted to be able to understand what they were saying, what they were speaking about. What was that energy all about? And that's when grammar entered my life. Look at that. So the first contact with grammar at the age of 11, 12 was unconscious. I was just learning a new language the natural way by yeah. using it. Yeah, I feel like often the best way, you, you learn the best when you don't realize you're learning. I feel like that's often the best way to learn almost when you, it doesn't feel like learning, right? It doesn't feel like learning. Yeah. So that's, I don't know if that helped. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's my recommendation. That's my advice. My piece of advice would be try out, try new things. Yeah. Oh, but I hate studying. That's what I do. That's what I say. Don't study. Yeah. First of all, change your mindset. So to, just to compliment, to wrap it up. I like to tell my learners or my clients, my students, people I work with, think of it as exposure, not studying. Don't think like, don't think like, oh, it's time for me to study English now. Oh, boring. No, it's time for me to have fun by watching things I'm interested in or listening to my favorite podcast. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm excited. Look at the difference now. Exactly, exactly. I can't wait till I'm out on the streets and listening to my favorite show uh, uh, on human behavior in French. Oh my goodness, look what I'm doing. I'm learning something that I'm interested in, but it's in French. It's not in my native language, my native tongue, my mother tongue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I heard something recently. This is just like a fun factoid. It might not be true. I, I didn't hear it from like a, a good source, but they said you can literally train your taste buds to get used to new foods. And apparently it's something like 17 times. So if there's a food you hate, you have to try it 17 times and then you'll get used to it and you start to like it. I don't know if that's true, but I, I like to think it is because I think what many people, like, I used to hate broccoli. Now I love broccoli and I probably because oh. I tried it, you know, 20 times and oh, it's not bad naturally. See? Yeah. <laughs> See, just like I said, some people, maybe you, didn't like broccoli <laughs> or spinach, and that's so true. Yeah. And now you probably do, or you just you're just okay with it. It's not something that tastes bad anymore. You got used to it. Yeah, I believe in that totally. Because uh, I drink coffee usually two or three per day, not a lot anymore, but with no sugar. I don't yes. like sugar in my coffee, Fine. and I usually don't buy sugar at all. I sweeten my beverages, my drinks with honey. Even my cocktails, when I make my drinks here with 
other alcoholic things, <laughs> <laughs> I use honey. So I came up with these ideas of using honey syrup instead of sugar syrup and so on and so forth. But I've heard if you drink coffee with sugar, the moment you cut it out, the moment you drink coffee with no sugar, it's going to be terrible mm -hmm. the first day. The second day is well. The third day, most likely, but they say that after five or seven days without using sugar, you won't, you will not use any sugar anymore. You no longer use sugar in your coffee person. Yeah, I, I had the exact so same experience. Yeah, so I think anyone who's listening, they want to be healthier, they want to cut out sugar, just stop using sugar in your coffee. And the first mm -hmm. week is going to be tough. After that, yeah. you're going to enjoy it. So I now I love my black coffee with no sugar. No but way. Before it was horrible. Yeah, no way to go without it. I mean, <laughs> I have to have at least one cup of this guy, this bad boy here. <laughs> I, I'm going to my second. I, I'm just looking forward to having my second one. Um, but no sugar. I mean, if there's sugar, it's not the same experience. Mm, it's too and sweet now, isn't it? Some of people, some of the listeners are probably thinking now, how? I'm smarter than that. I use sweeteners, artificial sweeteners. I use sucralose. I use stevia. I'm better than that. Let me tell you something. <laughs> research. This is not a podcast on health, but research. <laughs> I do a lot of research. I do a lot of research. I, I, I watch lots of videos because it's my job to prepare myself for sessions, for specific classes I give. They are not always English, general English, but different classes. Sucralose. Uh, was invented, they say, I cannot prove that, but they say, studies say, it was supposed to be some kind of ant uh, 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 killer, right? <laughs> I was like, what? Come again? They say that it was supposed to kill ants, kill insects, but somehow somebody in the lab tried it, and it tasted sweet. And they know, you know what? We could use that in drinks and food. And they say, probably it's not exactly like a pesticide, but this is how, uh, you know, how unnatural this is. You think you're doing yourself a favor by not using sugar and adding sweeteners? You're not. So try out new things. That's, that's what I'm saying again. Try to cut it, cut it out altogether. Mm. Remove this I can from your head, from your mindset, and start with, I'll give it a go. I'll give it a try starting today, not Monday, starting today. Yeah. Same thing goes with English language. Expose yourself to English at least 10, 15 minutes per day, something you are interested in. I did that for many hours every day. That's how I got to the level I got when I was 20, 16 years ago. I'm 36, by the way, for those trying to do the math. I mean, although I didn't say, <laughs> I haven't said much. But yeah, it's been a long time. It's been a long journey and it never ends. It's daily motivation. More than that, daily inspiration. Hmm. Maybe I sound like a motivational speaker or inspirational, I don't know, but it's just what moves me forward. And I hope people can relate to it and somehow they get inspired to try out to try new things yeah you've got to be true to yourself whether you are you or you are a learner you're, you're learning english you're listening to this podcast be true to yourself 
Um, and yeah, f- work hard to find your passion, right? I, interestingly, I think the word passion, originally it means like to struggle, struggle with something, like the, the passion of the Christ. It's like the struggle. The struggle. Um, so I, th- I think that's a nice way to think about passion is you do have to work hard to develop a passion, develop something you mm-hmm. you want to struggle with. Um, a simple example would be I quite enjoy longboarding. That's my hobby. And wow. before I did that, I had no idea I would like, I, you know, it's one of my favorite things to do. I feel like it's like a meditation. My mind is so clear when I go out on my mm. longboard. I had no idea I would like that before. I, I had to try it a few times. And after a few times trying, I, I eventually started right. to like it, but it didn't click. It didn't, I wasn't born liking it. You have to like try different things and work on it just to echo what you were saying before. So I think. Totally. Yeah. For example, I like, I like to play pool. Right? Oh, okay. I like pool. Eight Ooh. ball, nine ball, British games per se. <laughs> Not this nuker version, the big table, but the uh, eight ball, nine ball. It takes tremendous uh, effort and work and dedication for you to be somewhat reasonably good at it. I don't know if you play pool, but you have to have so much control in terms of your elbow, in terms of your head, in terms of your positioning, in terms of your legs, in terms of the strength, the grip, the cue. You have to hold it a certain way. You have to move your fingers a certain way. It's impressive Mm. if you want to be any good at it. So anything in life, driving is the same thing. How can you park a car with excellence without hitting another car? After hours and hours and after many attempts. So in other words, hours dedicated, hours that you devote to something you want to be good at. This is the secret. And I love saying that to students and people I work with, executives, because sometimes they are like, maybe sometimes full of themselves thinking they know it all, they've achieved success, they've accomplished many things. Yes, they have. But when it comes to learning new skills and English, English being one of them, they're just like babies. (laughs) And I go like, take a step at a time and try it out. Try new things and listen, expose yourself to this thing every day on a regular basis. And they come to me and the thing is, what's the secret, Douglas? What's the shortcut? And I go like, listen, the secret is, and they get all like, oh, yes, that's the time. That's the time of truth. There is no secret. There is no magic. <laughs> there is hard work and sweat and patience and resilience. So don't get frustrated, guys. There's no magic way. There's no magic, magical path. I don't know if you, if you agree with me on, on that because people sometimes are expecting or waiting for something to fall from the sky right on their lap. And now I'm fluent and now I can play pool. I can play tennis just like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, It's not the way it works, the way it goes. Yeah. I, I don't want to sound like a yes man. I don't want to sound like I'm always agreeing. You can but say in, no. You can in, say in, no. In this case, I do. I do agree this time. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to say, I'm going to say I agree with everything. I, I cannot guarantee that the sweetener thing is true because I haven't researched it, but I'm sure it's true if you say it is. <laughs> No, don't 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 believe me. Just 
just Google it. <laughs> I mean, I, I just heard it from a few sources that they might be they might be wrong. They might be inaccurate, but it makes sense. That, that's what they... everything I say is. It's just I heard it from some other guy. I'm going to tell you. You know, I, I assume it's true. <laughs> yeah, because I usually watch one, two, three videos from different places, different sources, so I can kind of base myself on. Okay, so that sounds like that's that could be legit. Yeah, yeah. But, Try it out. Try it out. But the thing with the sugar thing, the thing, the sugar thing is really true. Mm. I just cut it out. I didn't have to go through this process because when I first started drinking coffee, I didn't put sugar altogether. I didn't use any sugar. Okay. I decided to go uh, just sugarless. <laughs> it it has been amazing chatting with you today. I mean, there there's a lot we could talk about. It's a language podcast, so we could have spoken about learning languages a bit more and that kind of oh. stuff. But I, I feel like where we've been has been great for languages and life in general, I think. So I'm glad we yeah. spoke about what we did. I hope it's been useful for yeah. the learners as well, listeners. Yeah, maybe I digressed a bit when it came to when we talked about healthy, health, health things or related topics, because I like them. I like to talk about curiosities and, and I always do my best to kind of um, mix them, mix things. Mm-hmm. Um, not only language acquisition or talking about grammar or talking about how to learn a language, but also how to go about it in a more fun, relaxed way, thinking about things you enjoy talking about. So yeah. I hope that this has been helpful. I think it definitely has. Um, would you like to Have let people time. know like where they can find out more about you? We mentioned your podcast already, but like where, where yeah. can people go to see more of what you do? Yeah, there's the reason, the reason why the podcast I'm going to be glad if you guys could just follow it and leave me comments on my, uh, there's an Instagram on my Instagram, which is uh, at English for reason, number four, actually not the word for, but English for reason. Again, reason is in the name. <laughs> there has to be a reason. And also have a website. It's www.forreasonacademy.com for Reason Academy, where people will understand a little bit more about um, the academy thing or the community. It's an international community where they are learning. They're going to be learning skills for life along with English. They're going to be improving their language fluency in a different, uh, innovative way, the way I look at it, the way I see it. So that's pretty much it. They can contact me. Feel free to just message me. I do my best to always reply. And I like to interact with people a lot. <laughs> Fantastic. Really good. Uh, as always, I'll, I'll put links to it in the show notes so people can click if, if they would prefer. But yeah, Amazing, amazing. Thank really you good. for that. Thank you very much for joining me. It's, it's been so much fun. I've really enjoyed it. I feel like you've inspired me. So I'm sure the, the listeners will feel oh. the same. So thank you for joining me. I'm very me. happy. Thank you, for, thank you very much for, your, for having <laughs> me. And I'm glad to hear that. Take thank care. Take care. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.